Bueller, 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 Bueller. Good morning. Up and at him. It's that time. What time is it? Kentucky Roll Call. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. With Walker and Roush. Well, to wild and crazy guys. Hello, everybody. Happy Monday to you. October 11th, 2021. You're listening to Kentucky Roll Call here on Big X Sports Radio. Can I get a roll call if the Kentucky Wildcats remain undefeated? Roll call. We did it. We did it, Roush. Goodness. Undefeated. The 6-0 Kentucky Wildcats double up LSU, give them a spanking, send them on their way to Colin Baton Rouge. LSU fans, big mad. The Cats rank number 11, which I've got an issue with that. But we've got plenty of time to get worked up and get upset and have all sorts of takes. But you're listening to KRC here on Big X Sports Radio. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, and Justin Kalen back. Justin. We're obviously very excited. I'd imagine you have to at least feel refreshed. Uh, you, you feeling good? Oh, I feel super refreshed. Until I got back here and got smacked in the face by allergies almost immediately. I wasn't even back in this area for 12 hours, and my allergies were like, yeah, we don't like being here. Oh, it's, it's been rough. Been a rough Start couple days back. But oh, I feel refreshed. Yeah, I got nine hours of sleep last night, so I'm good. Wow. That, that, sounds, that sounds lovely. You get to play some golf? I played a couple. Well, I played one round of golf, and then I tried to play another round. It was Tri- not tried. good. What happened? Yeah, it was. Oh, it was horrible. It was like I just started. I don't. I don't know what happened. I. I couldn't do anything. <laughs> I looked like Nick Roush out there. Whoa. Wow, that's uncalled for. Wow, yeah. that's uncalled for. Did you? Did you? So when did you not finish the round? Oh, I finished, but man, it, I don't want to talk about it. It was bad. Okay, worse than a woeful defense when you're up by 13 points. Well, the only thing that made Seven, it so seven, bad, seventeen. The, wow. Sorry. The only thing that made it so bad is it was a seventy dollars course. So I was really expecting to play great, and then I didn't. So that was disappointing. Well, hopefully the scenery was good. Oh, scenery was awesome. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you, Trevor Kelsey double duty last week. Uh, Roush says he may hop on at some point today. I guess he's just uh, a sucker, a sucker for ridicule because that's all he'll get if he shows his face <laughs> on this radio show today no only only that. he needs to invest into that jar a little bit more that's what it is that's exactly what it is no he's welcome anytime and uh we appreciate him and, and douglas producer douglas last week but glad to have the gang back and roush it we you and i in the three years we've had some really good radio it seems like it stretches though like it, it doesn't go weekly. It seems like we'll go like four months where it's just like, oh, there is just like the pandemic. That was just miserable. Like we had no, no sports to talk about. Uh, that stunk. UK's basketball season last year, that completely stunk while ongoing during the pandemic. Uh, but we had the 2018 season. We've had, we have had some fun runs, and this may be the best of the best. I love this Kentucky football team. I love the way they play. I love watching them. I love, the the atmosphere of course uh, i'm i don't think legally i'm allowed to go to any more uk football games i think that has been proven that like yeah, yeah. you're not allowed you're banned. tj not at the Krogue equals insane atmosphere fun win everybody leaves happy and joyous i'll take one for the team if that's what it means uh, I'll, I'll do that if that's what it takes but i i can't remember a time ever enjoying uk football more and that even includes 2018 
which we all figured at the end of that season, Roush, not necessarily as good as it gets, but it was going to take something marvelous to surpass that. And halfway through this 2021 season, I think we're well on our way. Yeah, yeah. Uh, 6-0 and for the first time since 1950. I mean, it in the way in which they smacked LSU around was just so much fun. And, and I, I had a very weird feeling going into the game, TJ. There was a, um, not an expectation to win, but it was, and, and, but it was also almost kind of like house money. Like we came into the year saying, you know, you can go nine and three. If you just split the LSU and Florida game, heck, you can lose to Georgia. You can even lose one of Tennessee and Mississippi State and still have a great year. So I kind of I'm – I'm not saying I went in like I was fully prepared to have that sort of spin zone if Kentucky did lose. And now it's just a matter of, oh, wait, this is actually a really special team. And, oh, my God, they finally got the offense going again. Like this is – this is we, we knew that they were pretty good. Oh, yeah, they're really freaking good. And they just smashed LSU, doubled them up, ran for 330 yards. 330 yards, and it felt like they could have run for more. Kentucky is a good football team. Mark Stoops has a good football program. And this is going to be a year we're going to remember for a very long time. And rightfully so. This is the UK fans deserve a season like this. They deserve to go to the Krogue or Commonwealth Stadium and not have their heart ripped out time and time again. And in the Mark Stoops era, that has changed the 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 script has been flipped if you will and it's just uh, a really fun time to be a uk fan they move up to number 11 in both polls uh, that just again goes to show what a joke preseason rankings are that's that's the only reason why kentucky is not in the top 10 having them ranked below oregon is the joke of all jokes uh, a team that lost to stanford in front of like 15 fans, but neither here nor there. You're going to get a Georgia game. I, I I wish I felt better about it, but that's okay because that's more of a Georgia thing than a Kentucky thing. I think Georgia's uh, the best team in college football by a long margin. I've said that for a couple of weeks now. I think they have a historically good defense, uh, oh, historically, mm-hmm. like one of the best of all time in college football, or at least in the conversation. So that's a tough challenge. That, even with this Kentucky dream season, sometimes you go up against uh, an, an even bigger machine, and that may be what we've got going on on Saturday. But we've got all week to talk about that game. Roush, I think – I don't think. I know nine wins is locked up. That is that is the basement. That yeah, is the basement because yeah. you're not losing – like if, That's if things completely unravel too. Like that's a very bad that, – yeah. that's, that's, <laughs> that's losing to Mississippi State and Tennessee yeah. is, nine, is your basement. Because you're, right. not, you're not losing to Vandy. There's not even – there's not a scenario that happens. You're not losing to New Mexico, and you're not losing to Louisville. And that, no, and, P, no. and, that, and that comes off to some folks as like, oh, rivalry. Or, it, it, no. Kentucky's going to be able to pick what rushing numbers they want. Look what they did to LSU's defense. A yeah, defense. and LSU's defense has like NFL players on it. Louisville's and, defense does not. I mean, maybe a, maybe a guy or two, but yeah. You know. And I, I, you know, Louisville's defense they they do have better players it's, as a unit, not nearly deep enough just yet, and they still have SEC linebackers playing defensive line for them. Well, not not the size wise. I don't. I think that'd be too much of a compliment to Louisville's defensive line. But size wise, they've got. 
SEC linebackers playing their defensive line. And size-wise, they've got some like safeties playing linebackers. So they're small, and Kentucky's going to be able to just pick what rushing number they want against UofL, and they will obtain that. And by the looks of it, Roush, too, another crowd under 41,000 for UofL, which just remember before they ever added another seat to that place, their capacity was 40,000 people. Uh, before they ever added a single other seat. When Papa John's Cardinal Stadium was built in, what, 98, I believe, uh, it was a mm-hmm. 40,000-seat stadium. I think they could squeeze 42,000 in just with standing room or uh, whatever it was. Mm-hmm. But another crowd under 41,000, and that's coming off a pretty spirited effort against Wake Forest. They came up short. I think for a lot of Louisville fans, they have felt like it's been a – better season than they expected before this past week, before the Virginia game. But they were kind of, hey, this is kind of where we expected to be, maybe a little bit better. And they weren't they weren't too upset, I don't think. But still, fans weren't showing up. That's not good. And the, the roundabout way of where I'm going with all this is – I can't imagine how much blue is going to be in that place in November. If Kentucky, even if they even if they split one of Mississippi State and Tennessee, and Kentucky needs to win both those games. If if this is the season we think it is, and this is the team we think it is, and this program has taken the next steps, you need to find a way to win in Starkville. Won't be easy, and I don't care if you win ugly. You need to find a way to pull out that win. And then Tennessee at home. Tennessee has been a pleasant surprise, Roush. We really joked on you, but uh, Tennessee looks solid. That game's going to be tougher than we all imagined, but that's at home and it's against a rival and you got to take care of business in that. But you're looking at, even if let's just say they go one and one in those two games, then you're still talking about a 10 win Kentucky team going to U of L where their own fans aren't even showing up. And we know this city is almost a 50, 50 split with UK and U of L fans. That's going to be a home game, Roush. Man, going to be so much. That's going to be a home game for maybe Kentucky's 10th or 11th win on the season. It's just going to be a big or 12th or 12th. Or twelfth, or twelfth. Yeah. I yeah. We, you, I, I, not I, crazy talk. We we can. You want to talk playoff scenarios? We can talk playoff scenarios. We are in full on wild wild land right now, and it is just oh so wonderful. And it's not even crazy talk. It is actual real playoff percentages, and I freaking love it so I mean, much, so we, much. It is. We have been Kentucky fans have been laughed at for putting the college football playoff bracket in their locker room. But let's say Kentucky goes to Athens. They play him close. I know there's going to be some UK football fans this week that are like, TJ, why don't you give Kentucky a chance in this game? And why? Oh, you, oh I, been, don't worry. I will. I, you, I will. You've I've been too pessimistic. Into it, TJ. I, I'm pumped I'm up about it. I'm not, I'm not waving the white flag. I just, again, I think Georgia's an absolute machine and I think they're going to take care of business against Kentucky at home. I expect Kentucky to fight and be physical. And I think Kentucky's going to be able to run on them, Roush, which is crazy talk because this Georgia front seven is absolutely ludicrous. But this is. That, that's going to be such a fun matchup to watch the UK offensive line against Georgia's defensive line. I don't think people really fully understand what UK's offense did to LSU on Saturday. They had Kentucky's two running backs nearly averaged a first down per carry against oh. LSU's defense. I really just needed to get smoke. Oh, he ended up getting, oh, good. Smoke did 100 yards. 100 yeah, yards. Okay. Two, 200 right. yard rushers, which like Chris Rodriguez is an absolute freak. And there's a different universe out there, Roush, where he could very easily be having a season that he has to be on Heisman, Heisman list. Not saying he'd end up being a finalist, but there's a different universe where he gets, where you don't have a smoke. And Kentucky's offense is a little bit more, doesn't have a passing attack whatsoever. And he's getting, you know, 30 carries a game, which what his numbers look 
look like if that were the case. Instead, he's splitting carries because Kentucky can, and you mm -hmm. can rest him up a little bit more, make him a little bit – Play him well. Smoke's been playing really well. It's been fun yeah. to watch. It seems like he's kind of flipped a switch. The coaches called him out a little bit, and he responded really, really well to all that. But almost averaged a first down per carry. And Will Levis was a couple rushes away from being a 100-yard rusher himself, Roush. UK wasn't too far off from having three 100-yard rushers against LSU in a game where the passing attack was pretty solid, too. It wasn't the star of the offense, but Kentucky was able to throw the ball when they wanted to as well. It was a complete domination, and it all started up front. And I love that LSU fans are so upset. Kentucky fans were mean. They were saying nasty things. Hey, SEC, this this ain't your fun trip up north to Keeneland and you get to watch your team beat up Kentucky. That's not how this goes anymore. That's Your, your fun no. trips to Lexington aren't what you remember them as. As a kid growing up with your parents where you'd get, oh, it was fun. We had family in Kentucky, and we'd always love going up there. And it, You can still do those trips, but you're leaving Kroger Field with a loss now. And Kentucky's going to take care of business this season at home. Uh, they're going to have an undefeated home season, which I wonder when the last time that's happened. I'm sure it's been a very long time since they've been undefeated at Kroger Field or Commonwealth Stadium, but that LSU fans, you're you're used to something different. I'm not really too sure why, because the last time you were here 14 years ago, you had a similar feeling on your way out of town. But that goes for the rest of the SEC. This atmosphere at, at Kroger Field, I would I would recommend Kentucky fans be nice to everybody because you should, and you should be welcoming. There's no need to be nasty to folks. But you're gonna go into you're gonna go into a really rowdy atmosphere, and that I, everybody that I talked to that was at the game, Roush said that first quarter was just like a party. Like, it, like forget the football game. It was just a party. Like, it, the football game was the entertainment. Like, you went to a concert, and your band came out playing all your favorite hits right off the get-go, and everybody was oh. just going bonkers. Uh, it sounded absolutely electric. This is what we were talking about in the offseason, Roush. Fans need to show up and make an atmosphere recruits want to play in. And goodness gracious, back-to-back -back yep. sellouts and back-to-back -back just absolutely crazy crowds all sprung on by the UK's uh, ability to start fast against the Tigers. It was one of those rare football games where when you preview it throughout the week, you kind of have a script in your mind of how you think the game's going to go. And, you know, some, sometimes it holds to form. Uh, sometimes uh, in horse racing terms, the race falls apart and you just kind of scramble to get a win. This went exactly to form. This went exactly to script and maybe even better than expected. Actually, certainly better than expected because you get the defense to give the offense a little bit of momentum. DeAndre Square gets the strip sack. Josiah Hayes, who's filling in for Marquand McCall, didn't get the start. Rodgers actually got the start. Uh, but you Hayes see, was you in see the Hayes's, game. You see Hayes' neck? Yeah, it's impressive. Uh, super it, impressive it, it was it was on a swivel and it was very alert very smart <laughs> football play to be able to get his head around find the ball and hop on it and give the cats the ball but the but the the point was though is that like Kentucky's offense immediately responded and here's the thing I don't have the most beautiful descriptors for some of the play action games and almost like RPO looking stuff where Will Levis is kind of bouncing around the pocket. You think he's going to run? Oh, wait. No, he's not. He's throwing it to Justin Rigg, who has nobody on him. Like, 
Kentucky was running plays where dudes just didn't have people guarding them for 30 yards. And they just were like, okay, I'm going to run 20 more yards. And if I can make this guy miss, it's a 60-yard touchdown. You Smoke almost had a 90-yarder that way. You had Jatan McLean catching wheel routes in open space. We finally <laughs> hit that pass to the running back. I mean, it was it was a masterpiece offensively for the most part. And Kentucky just ran up the score. The defense gave him the one-two punch. Boom, 14 and nothing in the blink of an eye. And if not for a stalled drive on a you know third down that a screen got busted, I mean, Kentucky's seemingly run away for that game. And they they the scoreboard, it's that's the only shame, TJ, is that uh, I do wish that they could have if they would have kept it in the single digits, that was an easily a 42-7 game. That felt like a 42-7 game more than a 42-21 game. Kentucky dog-walked LSU. They did. It was a complete and total beatdown. And I was going to say the same thing, is that the defense played great again. It's just after kind of we were, we were hoping and expecting a little bit more after that Missouri game and uh, just a sleepy effort altogether, offense and defense, in that Chattanooga game, we were asking the defense to step up, and they've just been – They've been stellar since then. Like every single possession, they have been pretty stellar. I I, I was going to say the same thing. I hate that LSU was able to show 21 on the scoreboard because they did not deserve that. No. Uh, the game was long over, and those were what we in the biz call garbage points. And shout out to the LSU fans, too, that were hoping for such a fun little trip up to Lexington. And then, you know what? We'll go see Joey Biscuits on Sunday up in Cincinnati. Take that <laughs> L, too. You get double Ls, one for each pocket on your way back home. Mason Crossbar comes through in the clutch when it mattered the most well the absolute most the most of the most of the, <laughs> the most most-est. now in all seriousness that was an absolute that nfl game well I nfl mean, sunday altogether was wild itself but that Bengals packers game missed field goal missed five missed field goals in the span of two minutes i think maybe that number ended up getting to six but uh did you end up going land. i did not go i oh. the, the wife gave me the green light too but I, I didn't i didn't have the guts I, w- I was actually thinking about you when I was watching all those missed field goals. I was like, I bet TJ is freaking losing his mind. I mean, for Crosby to miss, I would have not even thought he would miss two in a row, let alone three. Mm-hmm. And that fourth one was pretty close, but he got <laughs> it. Yeah, the, the, the sports gods are just really, like, having fun with me. They're just saying, oh, you can't go to any of these games. We're going to make them the most fun wins that you would have ever saw. We, uh, and, you're, and you're not going to well, get them. You're going to get to watch on TV, but uh, uh, so I, didn't have, here, I didn't have the guts. Here's the console. Like, I'm glad you didn't have the guts because if you did, I could very well see there's a scenario where the Bengals guy is celebrating that second field goal and it actually does go in. That yeah. totally, totally would see that. I think that's actually probably how it would have gone down had had I been in attendance. But I, in in all seriousness, Bengal stonks. Good time to buy them. Burrow yeah. and Chase, if Burrow can stay healthy. Uh, but Burrow and Chase, that you, you've got that for eight years if you if you want it. Uh, that that's going to be a fun. AFC North going to be really good. The only team stonk I wouldn't buy happened to be your Cooper's <laughs> favorite teams. Yeah. We're hey, strong though. Hey, we did win. In, Yay. In scoots, it's all because I finally decided to quit betting them. That's when they decide to cover the spread and win. Well, why on earth? What in your right mind would tell you to bet on the Steelers this year? Oh, I've done it every game because I'm just <laughs> such a big fan. You know, I, I put my money where my mouth is. I put it my heart on the line. Mm-hmm. And uh, then I figured I figured you'd be betting Titans. Oh, you can suck it. <laughs> wow. You can suck it. Wow. <laughs> 
Wow. Um, well, we want to hear from you on the Thornton sex line, 502-414-1450. There's no better way to start your week than with some hot coffee from mm-hmm. Thornton's or delicious, right delicious donuts as well. They've got it all. Uh, and bring some for the office. Be a pal. May put a smile on your coworker's face by stopping by Thornton's, picking up some donuts, coffee for the gang, and uh, it, it's the perfect Which, way to start your week. Justin, by the way, I finally tried the croissants that you're all about. Good, but I still I'm 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 gonna probably take the burrito, the breakfast really? burrito every time. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So I've been looking for those burritos, but the Thornton's I go to every day does not mm. have the burritos. So I'm gonna have to ask them about them today. I'm gonna be yeah. like, "Yo, can you get those burritos in here?" Well, I hear there's you. There's Thorntons all over the place. You might just have to change up your Thorntons locale. I'm too habitual to do all that. <laughs> <laughs> Justin, oh, that's right. that's, that's good stuff. Which, we, we wanna... way, can I, Justin? Vandy plus thirty nine. What the hell is wrong uh, with you? You know what, guys? I was sitting there watching that game, and I was I had the text ready to fire off. <laughs> you all thought it was the dumbest bet of all time, and then sure enough, Florida covered. I was yeah, pissed. like of course they did. You, and you also made yourself watch Vandy. You sweat out a Vanderbilt football bet. 30, 39 is a lot. I mean, that is a lot. I know Vandy's horrible, and I I. I didn't think Florida was going to put 42 on the board. I really thought it was going to be like a, maybe 38 nothing, 38 7, somewhere in that ballpark. Oh, no. 39 is a lot. Dan well, Mullen's covering a big spread after well, a loss. Like, Luckett did have a good point that like Florida's bread and butter is running. So the clock was going to be milked yeah. a little bit more, even in the thought process of a beatdown. But just dumb to, to bet on Vandy to do anything good. Well. I did it, guys, and I lost. So I mean, I, you UMass beat UConn by a wider margin of victory than Vanderbilt did. Just man, food for thought. Su- sucks to be UConn. Um, I would also add that I went six of eight gambling personally wow. on, on Saturday. Good job, buddy. But two of my losses were in the PTs or in the unsponsored picks of the week. So that oh. that one hurt. <laughs> with my lock being U of L, which. It, it was nap time at the Walker House at the start of the fourth quarter for U of L and and Wake or uh, Virginia, excuse me. A baby was sleeping. The the mom, dad, we were about ready to slumber. U of L was up seventeen. TJ was going to cover the bet. I made a big bet on the cards, which I, I guess I'm dumb too for thinking U of L is going to do anything good. But they they had it. They were so much better than Virginia. And then Roush Scott Satterfield's going to Scott Satterfield. Yeah, yeah. My my friend sent me a clip of. Of just the ACC network crew led by Mark Rick, just basically pointing and laughing at the Louisville defense in the final few possessions because they were just backed off. It was prevent. Yeah, it was. I mean, they had. There was 15 minutes left. There was 14 minutes left. 13 minutes left, and they were just like, "We're fine giving up 20 yard completion shots. We're (laughs) up so big. Just don't give up the big play." I mean, okay, but you're you're getting gutted. They had their linebackers were ten yards down the field. <laughs> it was just like a first down to play. They didn't care. Hey, I, I, I they were playing like there was two minutes left and they were up seventeen instead of there being thirteen minutes left and they were up in a, seventeen in an ACC game too. Like this isn't um, the Big Ten where you might have teams who have to really labor to get points. A- ACC, you can score in an instant. Like these aren't. It, it's because they're deep. Oh gosh, it just. Speaking uh, of so scoring, dumb. yeah, it, that that I don't know when their next home game is. Maybe uh, 
I know they've got Boston College coming up. I can't imagine what the crowd's going to look like, Roush. And that was perfect weather on Saturday, yeah. too. That was their yeah. first, like, Saturday, big time. You get to tailgate, or you get hours to tailgate. Yeah. it was 3 in the afternoon, too. Like, that's, and, you know, you still got plenty of time to do stuff afterwards. Yeah, you'd mentioned scoring uh, easily or quickly or whatever you'd said, but I want to turn the attention to that Arkansas Ole Miss game. Whoa, that was another. That was my other loss, by the way. Uh, Louisville God, and Ole sucked. Miss were my losses. That was a terrible cover, but what a football game! And then Arkansas's decision to go for two. Man, I don't. I don't like it. I just think Arkansas had all the momentum in what? the world, even though you are on. I don't. I didn't like it. I don't, maybe that's just revisions. I, I appreciate the gutsiness of it. Like I appreciate the confidence and the belief in your guys going and get out that play. But shouldn't you maybe have more belief in your guys? Just hey, we're going to reset things and we can go toe-to-toe with them because they had all the momentum in the world. That's the only reason I say it in that instance, Roush, is because, like, they had Ole Miss on skates. You literally had Lane on the sideline praying. Like, they were they were in their own head there. Uh, I'm surprised they got the stop on the two-point conversion, but what a game. And that Oklahoma, yeah. Texas, uh, that was another great SEC oh, game man. this weekend. Well, I enjoyed that one. Oh, love the uh, SEC chance at college game day, which <laughs> we're going to get more this weekend. Because uh, Game Day and SEC Nation are going to Athens. Just the third time they've brought both uh, shows to a game. So that's going to be a fun little buildup. But uh, the Oklahoma-Texas, the nuttiness there. I mean, you just if you just mention the different thing. I mean, they had a blocked punt in the first quarter, score on the first play of the game. I mean. It was the biggest uh, comeback in that rivalry's history. Luck it was uh, on Oklahoma. And as we all know. Our man's been really bad with his picks. Uh, at, at the time, he had also bet South, the under in the South Carolina-Tennessee game, and Tennessee scored 28 points in the first quarter. Like, my dumbass my dumb followed Luckett oh, on that oh, bet. We all did. Drew did. Why? Did. Why? Because like, in our minds, we're like, okay, Luckett's going to turn it around at some point. This He's makes not. Sense. And He's no, not. It, just, it was so bad. And yet, he's still sitting there. We're, we're pulling in. He's like, man – they got a shot. They got a shot. We're watching the game in the parking lot, and he's just just one play, just one. We just need one. Just pop it. And of course, they mess. They're they pull a Mike McCarthy. They mess around. Can't figure out their timeout situation. Times times almost all but gone. They're playing for a field goal, and then the run pops. And luck it, you would have thought he won the Super Bowl. It was. Let's go. He's right for the jugular. I mean, it was it was all time moments. So. Uh, maybe he's back, folks. Maybe maybe our friend is finally back. If his breath smelled bad, would you tell him? Uh, yeah, yeah, I would tell him. I just imagine you two in that car, huddled up, watching the phone, and just real close to one another. Oh, this of... was actually it, we had already made it to the stadium, so we were oh, we were. Yeah, I could have sworn you said you were in the car watching. So my bad. I, I guess I just misremembered what you had said. Oh, listening on the way in. You know. <laughs> Game the game happens over a long time, TJ. I just right, I, I, I just need a I need a luck at Roush sitcom. I, this is just the the bromance that was meant to be. Two football guys, one's a little wackier than the other one, but one's more uh, X's and O's. It's just X's two, and O's, but can't win a football bet. <laughs> you, you two should do a you two should do a podcast together. I swear, I could listen oh. to you all talk sports all day. Oh man, funny you should mention. <laughs> All right, let's take a break here. Text yes. on into the Thornton's text line, 502-414-1450. I've got some more takes from the game, and I actually have Kentucky basketball takes, but maybe we save that for hour number two, TJ? 
Gosh, I, I like many thousands of Kentucky fans across the bluegrass, totally forgot that that thing was going on last night, scrambled at the last minute to turn it on. I watched. I've, I've, it's just a terrible production again by ESPN. They, they may as well just stop doing it if they're going to do it so poorly. I, too, have some takes, but I'm football, baby. I've got the football fever, 6-0. and Kentucky Wildcats will come back. We'll talk more about it here on Kentucky Roll Call. I woke up and I, I feel confident to say to you that if you don't take this Michael McDonald DVD that you've been playing for two years straight off, I'm going to kill everyone in the store and put a bullet in my brain. David, what do you suggest we play? Kentucky Roll Call. I would rather listen to Walker and Roush than have to listen to Michael McDonald. Nothing against him, but if I hear Yamo be there one more time, I'm going to Yamo burn this place to the ground. Welcome back, Kentucky Roll Call here on Big X Sports Radio, 961 FM, 1450 AM. You can find us anywhere you get your podcast. Just search for Kentucky Roll Call. It seems like sometimes on Apple Podcasts it uploads late, so just be uh, aware of that. But you can always find it in another place. We always appreciate when folks text in on the Thornton's text line, 502-414-1450. And I personally appreciate it when my buddy Nick Roush tells me about Genesis Diamond's special event. Yeah, Genesis Diamonds. They're having a special event. (laughs) And it's going to be special. You're going to love it. You're going to feel spectacular when you go to Genesis Diamonds, conveniently located in the Shelbyville Road Plaza. Uh, just go there to the special event. They will make you feel special. And you'll make your gal feel super special when you go to Genesis Diamonds. <laughs> when is this special event? No idea. Don't know what's special about it either, but you should go. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> were you were you listening to that last week when I was trying to? It's like, wait, it says, it says nothing else on the file. They attached the wrong thing. They attached, I guess, like the it's the like pan- a invoice. <laughs> so you go to read this ad, and it's just like, oh, oh. numbers. So we we will get in touch with Genesis to find out the details of this special (laughs) event. Otherwise, we could read you the invoice numbers. But yeah, I did hear you say that last week, and I thought the same thing. It was one of the rare times that I was like happy that I wasn't on the air for that one. (laughs) I was like, I'm going to let Roush handle this special event because I. Oh man, that's just some of the 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 fun shenanigans we get in here at the Big X. You know what else is really fun is to watch Kentucky's football team show growth from week to week and for a while it was turnovers uh one turnover in two weeks now uh that's one clear sign of growth uh chris rodriguez kind of he got asked about the fumbling thing after the game and he gave some sort of canned answer and i was like so you no no gloves anymore huh And he's like okay so you noticed didn't you <laughs> it's like yeah figure it out and he's like well haven't fumbled any without him on so gonna keep him off it's like exactly and they worked well enough when he was going out to pass and that happened on fourth and four Kentucky got absolutely hosed Isaiah Cummings scores a touchdown 
Yes. But they don't call it on the field for whatever reason. He's down on the ground. They strip the ball out. And there's a targeting. There is it a fumble? Is it an incomplete pass? And the ref just shoves his thumb up his butt and does nothing and says, we're just going to review it and call it that it was nothing happened on the field. Since they called nothing on the field, replay didn't do anything about it. Uh, but Stoops is still confident. And unlike a week ago when there were multiple situations on fourth down where Kentucky, there was some talk and then you, it sounded like there was some disagreement over what they should do on fourth down a week ago and it ended in disaster. You know, with that fake wildcat play, and then you had a bootleg that went wrong. This week, they had a good plan. They knew what they were doing fourth down, and Stoops said, run the fourth down play. It's going to work, and by God, it worked. And that right there, TJ, is tangible evidence of growth, and that really, you know, we talked about the script for this game. That set the tone. That was the the right hook after the quick jab and they just they kept landing them and until LSU could really just do nothing about it yes and uh, that was quicker than I think a lot of folks anticipated when when that did happen uh, I, I did think Kentucky was going I thought it was a good matchup for UK the only thing I was worried about is how desperate LSU was but yeah. like I said that can go one of two ways and, and and luckily went the right way for Kentucky where they just kind of folded but it was all because Kentucky was punching them in the mouth and and doing whatever they wanted. Another great defensive performance. As we said, I was shocked Stoops decided to go for that, by the way. Just because you, you hear him on the coaches show, which I'm I'm excited to listen to uh t- tonight and hear what he has to say. He's he's a lot more seems like a lot more candid on the coaches show than he is in the interview in an interview yeah, situation yeah. or press conference situation but always He's a little uh, bit more uh jokey and yes and, and, uh, snarky's not the right word but you know he'll make some smart alecky kind of remarks because he also is going to be it'll be like his third time talking about the game in one day so he's just you know living life feeling good just uh winning six games to start the season no big deal you can always against the sec teams I'm listening to his coach's show, but sometimes you can like feel him or see him roll his eyes at some of the questions. And then he'll kind of, you're right. He'll give like a smart answer. And I love that. He he can, he dishes it out uh, and he's fair to criticism when, when it's, when fans bring it up and uh, that's just part of uh, part of football, but he talks about on the coach's show and he talks about it with you all as well, but basically just how you've got to go with, got to go with the game plan and you got to go with the calculated decision. And and he is naturally conservative. We, we know that we've seen enough of him to know that. And that's all right. I just, that early in the game, three points is three points. It's still sending a message that you're going to be able to, to score. I was surprised and, and and a little surprised with the play call as well. It worked perfectly. It kind of seemed one option ish ish. I'm not so sure if that was the case or not, but it seemed like there was only one option there, and it was wide open. So they they knew what they were doing, and they knew it was going to work. But that always makes me a little nervous when you when you're only looking at one option. But I loved it, and, and that was a big time call. It was an aggressive decision. You don't see it a ton from Stoops, but I was I was happy they they did it in that instance. Normally he likes was, to take the points. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely, and that just kind of shows you the confidence he had in his team going into this game. When he called into my ex boss's show just on a whim Friday morning, that was it was a sign we all should have seen that, like you know, Stoops is feeling good <laughs> about his team. He's feeling good about this matchup, 
if he's going out of his way to to talk about how good his team is. And they went and showed it. They went and showed it. And the thing that I at least liked about it, TJ, I think it was one of those pre-snap reads like, all right, if they line up like this, then this guy's going to be open. If they line up like this, then this guy's going to be open. In theory, it it reminds me of the uh, the Arkansas play where the having the multiple options always feels good. But when you get going side to side too much in those short yarded situations, instead of just going forward, I feel like you end up you're just giving the ch- defense a chance to, you know, pursue and kind of really get after your quarterback. So, man, for for them to have just the all right, this is what we're going to like. That's the kind of confidence we needed to see from Kentucky's offense. That's the kind of confidence we needed from a play caller. You mentioned the rushing numbers, but Will Levis also 14 of 17. One of those incompletions was that bogus incompletion on where coming scored a touchdown. The other was a bomb, an absolute beautiful pass to Wondell Robinson right before half that would have gave him another score, but he just couldn't squeeze it in there. It was going to be a difficult catch. Levis was, he was decisive. Um, and, and, they really set up the play fakes well. And I, I think a lot of it is because they finally got into some of that outside zone. They hadn't done a lot of it this year. And they were able to stretch LSU out and then attack on the cutback. So watching Kentucky's offense do this after struggling for a few weeks, Levis had five total touchdowns, three through the air, two on the ground, a couple behemoth runs, including a, a 33-yarder that was on the Sports Center top 10. This team, this is that that's what we needed from the offense. Like if we mentioned the script, that was also the best case scenario script for what you needed to see to be able to talk yourself into Kentucky keeping it close against Georgia this Saturday. Yeah, I'm I'm that's that's where that's where I was gonna go is that this should be a good reminder to this offense what they can do. LSU's defense was banged up, but uh, still so much talent in that group and, and overall a pretty good unit. But that should be a reminder. In Georgia, they, they can break the will of every offense, and they have so far in every team that they've played. So if UK's offense doesn't shine at Georgia, that's okay. Move on to the next game. You should look, look at what you did against LSU. You can do that against Mississippi State. You can do that against Tennessee. You will do it against Tennessee. And then the, the three snoozers to, to close out the season shouldn't be any issue at all. But I, I feel like I'm tooting my own horn uh, a little bit more than usual today. But when you're so often wrong, you got to, you got to no, really celebrate. Yeah. You got to right. celebrate the days that you're right. But when we were, that that's the perfect, that was the perfect game from Will Levis in this, in this situation. Mm-hmm. It's exactly what you needed. I had tweeted out that, it seems like this LSU game, if, if he plays well, then there's not going to be any drama. Well, he played well, and there were there was no drama. And you may be saying, well, what, what a hot take. If, if the quarterback plays well in a game, it's going to be good for the team. Uh, that was – if you would have said before the game, hey, Will Levis is going to have 14 completions, admit it, a lot of you UK fans would be very nervous by that, mm-hmm. and probably rightfully so. And by the way, Roush, when we were talking about Josh Ali's replacement – we said we're only talking about, what, 17 receptions probably. So we yeah. were three off the reception number. We nailed the attempt number there. So, again, toot, toot. Uh, I, when when you don't get to do it so often, we're going to do it. Toot, toot. Uh, it was it, Will Levis plays that efficiently. Kentucky's beating every team on their schedule except, except Georgia. And even Georgia, that's a fighting chance game. He plays like that, then – Fine by me. I bet that means Kentucky's got a, a chance in the fourth quarter, and I would I would take that in a heartbeat. So 
that was good. He stepped up in a big way, Roush. And it's I, I will I will appreciate that UK's always shown the complete confidence in him. And this isn't to say he's completely turned the corner. We still are only talking about 14 completions, right, but he did right. so much more than that, right? And the passing yeah, game was yeah. a threat. LSU had to respect it, and that set up the running game, which was completely dominant. So uh, all, all things, you got to tip your cap to Will Levis. That's exactly what you yeah. need out of a quarterback. Well, and, and you needed him to – there were some reads, and I think in previous games where he could have pulled it and you're like – Buddy, just just go running. He's in his comfort zone where he knows when to pull it and take off, and he did that multiple times, including scoring on one uh, of those reads. Where it was just you could I, I could see that play three weeks ago where Chris just gets like a no gain, and instead Levis just walks into the end zone, and that's what you want to see. You want to see growth, and you want to make Georgia watch a lot of things on tape. Um, this Kentucky offense has shown a lot throughout the year you're, you're correct in saying that will levis has by no means turned a corner but again it goes back to coaching and he did not admit that he was nervous by any means but it's a side effect when you get nervous that uh he had a little bit of the happy feet he he was getting antsy in the pocket he was chopping his feet way too much the theme this week was slow things down and trust in what you did in practice the timing is going to be the same in practice as it is in the game and his timing on some throws was right there. Uh, you, you needed some receivers, like you said, to step up. Isaiah Cummings and Isaiah Epps had big catches. Epps had a nice one on third and like 11 on that first drive that moved the sticks and really gave you like, okay, this this offense is moving forward. Uh, we mentioned McClain coming in and, and getting some reps in the passing mm-hmm. game. That happened, turned into a touchdown. So you had some pass catchers step up. You had Levis deliver some throws with a little bit of zip on them. And most importantly, you you gave this entire unit some confidence that, okay, what we're doing during the week, just keep it the same, same timing, same everything, and we got this. And I know Georgia is definitely a different animal, but, man, there's not going to be one person in that locker room that doesn't think they can go out there and win on Saturday. And and if you're Kirby Smart, since you've been the head coach, Kentucky's offense has had zero success against you. But I think he knows that this is a team that's going to be able to run. Uh, we're going to trust our defense once they once we get in the red zone to hold them to field goals, not allow them to get in the end zone. And they've done a, uh, unfortunately a pretty good job at that. That's the. It's still a tough running team. It's still going to kind of be that same stuff that they're used to. But this year, unlike others, they can actually take it off the top. They they can they can they've got a deep threat. They've got mm-hmm. they've got some speed as well, and they've got a quarterback that can certainly throw it past your secondary if you slip up for a second. The issue is they haven't slipped up, not even for a second. They have been stellar every every which way. But Kentucky's going to be able to punch them in the mouth and, and be able to run the ball. Uh, you you see the averages that Chris Rodriguez has and and even Smoke uh, as well. That's not going to be that high against Georgia, but even if you cut it in half, that's still really impressive. So it, I, I'm, it's not going to probably be a great offensive performance. Nobody is against Georgia, but th- they should be riding high, and, and rightfully yeah. so. And, they, and, and they've got a guy that can change the game in one play. Uh, yeah. You haven't always had that. And, and, you've, and hell, with smoking Rodriguez, if you can just get bodies on linebackers at the next level, they're going to be able to move the sticks. And I think that's what's 
most important in a game like this is even even in those drives that didn't result in points against LSU, they weren't just going three and out like the Florida game. They were giving their defense much needed rest. And that's that's kind of how an old school football game like this is going to be. It's Kirby loves getting in the mud, you know, and so does Stoops. But th- these are both of these coaches love winning a low scoring game. And I think they'll both happily do it in this scenario. Uh, it's just can Kentucky keep that dam from breaking? Can Georgia keep that dam from breaking? Uh, probably so. But I, I think Mr. Rodriguez and a couple other guys are really going to be hunting for for some big plays, especially Chris, where, I mean, hell, they're still busting his chops for dropping that one pass <laughs> down at Georgia a few years ago when he was a redshirt freshman. So I know he wants it bad back against his home state school. This team wants it bad. Uh, they're a little banged up. But the hunger's there, the want to's there, and I think the how to is there as well. So I'm, I'm, I'll, I'll tell you all throughout the week. But I, I, I'm, I'm convinced that this team is convinced that they've been knocking on this door against Georgia. They've been playing them close, and they know the recipe for success. They've had it against other teams. Now it's a matter of doing it against an even better defense and uh, making it happen. So. I think it can. Do I think it will? But I, there's there's certainly a hundred percent belief, a hundred percent buy-in in Lexington. Oh, and by the way, for a lot of other local media, that uh, Vanetti had an interesting tweet. Did you see that, Roush? Oh, loved it. Great, all-time great tweet. Yeah, I'll read it because that's what you do on radio. Because I can't assume that everybody is on Twitter all the time and reading uh, this stuff. He said. While we were distracted with daily scandal at UofL, UK was building a football program. Jokes on us. We snickered every time they made another step forward. Stoops isn't a genius. He had a plan and went to work. What's UofL's plan? And he's right about that. The UofL media consistently snickered as UK took baby steps forward, baby steps forward, baby steps forward. And for the second time in four years, They are playing a game for the East. This one isn't definitively for the East, but if Kentucky wins this game, they'd need to just beat one of Mississippi State, Tennessee, to win the East. So Mm -hmm. it is, it's so facto, in my opinion, for the East. In 2018, it was definitively for the East. The winner of that game had clinched at that point. And, but, but that's, that doesn't really get UK isn't going to get credit for that Roush they're not going to be talked about in that conversation and finishing second place that's not our goal and someday we are going to see UK and Atlanta and that place is going to be so blue it's going to be a thing of beauty and by the way speaking of 2018 if you remember how many Georgia fans were in Lexington go ahead and return the favor I can't got a newborn not me but you all should uh rules for thee not for me but Go return the favor. Athens is an awesome college town. That's going to be a game you'll remember regardless of what the outcome is. And then if Kentucky does the unthinkable, it will be the greatest win in the history of UK football. Not even close. Not even close. So that's on the line. I would, If you were waiting for a push or a reminder, allow this to serve as that. Go. Go make that place as blue as possible. Someday we are going to see UK in Atlanta. Uh, hell, it could be well, this year. You're a game away from making yeah. it happen. But Roush, two out of four years, you're competing for your division title. Uh, it, the other side of that is LSU comparable to the West. It, you know, Kentucky is – they are there. We're there. 
Yeah, absolutely there. And I think the way you're there too, where Vanetti talked about building a program, it's in the depth. I mean, UK had a four-star defensive lineman after the game. I mean, he, he's out. He's out for a month. And you're bringing in two more four-star guys in, and they're recovering fumbles against LSU and not batting it out. That's building depth. That's building a program. That's why it's hilarious to see like Mangus draw a line in the sand. Like the defensive line is not any better. Enough is enough. You got to make it better. And it's like, well, no, doy, it's not better because he hasn't been recruiting anybody. Like that's that's part of what it takes to create a program is you have to be able to have guys to have dudes across the board. Where hell, I, Octavius Oxendine in his second year is out there showing out. He had two sacks. I don't know the severity of his injury. I hope that it's enough for him to go because he's been incredible. He has um, been. But yeah, like, everybody cross your fingers for this update today. Yeah, yeah, because here's the thing, too. When he's not in, they're running it right at Aboule and Khalil Saunders. Um, Saunders, he, he's got a bright future, but, you know, true freshman. It's a tough spot. Yeah, yeah. it's a tough spot. <laughs> Real it's tough a tough spot. spot. So uh, hey, let me ask you this. Well, let me ask Justin this. Did you watch the game, Justin? Uh, I watched a good chunk of it. Yeah. Not the whole thing, but good you're, chunk. You're just being quiet today. I don't like it. We've missed you. I, I, I've tried to chime in a couple times, but I just can't find the spot. I was, I just wanted to say that Texas A&M just beat Alabama. Nobody thought that Texas A&M would beat Alabama. Nope. Didn't Kentucky. Kentucky has a way better shot to beat Georgia than Texas A&M had to beat Alabama. So chew on that. Uh, uh, there's that's something hot taken. It may be true. I, w- I would like to chew on. Uh, Justin, you sent me $20 on Venmo that says Kentucky wins. Did we have a bet on this game? We, no, we had a game. We had a bet on total wins between Indiana and Kentucky. I figured Indiana's not even going to win six, so I'll just go ahead and send it over. Yeah, that, that's, <laughs> that, 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 that's big of you. Um, because it is it is over. Kentucky is in absolutely. They're, they're in the clubhouse with nine Roush and yeah, at least uh, at least, and probably you're you're talking double digits mm. most likely. Ball and that's eligible fun. and uh, very funny. Like after the game, she was like, "Oh, well, good. They get free T-shirts. Who cares?" Yeah, I, I sent out that I sent out bowl eligible tweet kind of in jest, but it hasn't always been. It, yeah, it really hasn't, and that's okay because that's it, if you had if you went through the two and ten seasons and we did, uh, then the bowls were cool. That was a step along the path to where Kentucky's at. And the other you know, thing is, Roush, it's not like it's not like this is a one offer. Clearly, it's not. And secondly, like next year could be a lot of fun too, and the year after that could be a lot of fun too. Like that mm-hmm. a program has been built here, and we're going to talk about that in an hour too because I've I've got some words for Mitch Barnhart. You're not going to believe that, and we've got a full jam packed Thornton text line from a rowdy weekend. A lot of drunk texts, I would imagine. Those yes. were always fun. So we'll get to that in an hour too. I don't think two hours is going to be enough today, but we'll have to find. We'll have to find a way to make it work. We can't wait to hear from you all on the Thornton's text line, 502-414-1450. Hour two, Kentucky Roll Call coming up. Roll call. 15 kids in the front porch light, Louisiana Saturday night. When the kin folk leave and the kids get fed, me and my woman gonna slip off to bed. Have a little fun when we turn out the lights, Louisiana Saturday night. Well, you get down the fiddle and you get down the boat. Over? You say over? I ain't heard no family! 
Welcome back for hour two of Kentucky Roll Call. Nothing is over until we decide it is. With Walker and Roush. We're just getting started, bro. Welcome back. Hour number two, Kentucky Roll Call here on Big X Sports Radio, 96.1 FM, 1450 AM. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, and Justin Kalen on your Monday morning. Mondays don't don't feel so bad, Roush, after uh, weekends like this past one. No, no, not at all. Just jamming to some Colin Baton Rouge, maybe doing the gritty. Shout out to Derek Rosenthal. That was just oh, pouring salt on the wound. I loved it. Loved every second of it. Yeah, LSU fans, they they said they had a nasty experience, uh, supposedly. A lot of folks said Kentucky fans were a little mean to them. Man, I just – I love the playing Colin Baton Rouge in the stadium. I mean, it, as one LSU fan blogger said, we just got pants by Kentucky. I mean, and they did. LSU got completely embarrassed at the hands of Kentucky. And as someone said shortly after the game, imagine telling Ed Orgeron when he smoked in cigars with Joe Burrow two years ago that he'd be giving up 330 yards and a 21-point loss to Kentucky. Getting doubled up by the cats, but <laughs> hey, the the rest of the SEC is uh, getting some some rude awakenings. Figuring out that Kentucky has elevated to the the next step, and I'm I'm all about that. It was a complete complete uh, out coaching job by by Stoops. Domination with the X's and O's going against Coach O, and I, I think it's been. Uh, Stoops, that's that's been one area as he's grown as a head coach, which is totally normal. Players grow throughout the years. Coaches should as well. As he's grown as a as a head coach, his uh, that was kind of a maybe a, a concern. Just in game X's and O's, he could always get the guys fired up and ready to play, and he's always had players that would do anything for him and play hard. That's never been an issue for Stoops, but always been a good recruiter as well. But one issue where it was maybe X's and O's. I, I think two straight games, Roush, against premier SEC programs. And Dan Mullen was super salty, too. I love it. Pe- people get so salty when they lose to Kentucky because they've got these old notions that that's supposed to be an easy win every time you see Kentucky on the schedule. And they're they're mad that that's no longer the case. It's been that way for Louisville for a couple years now. Uh, but it, the, the rest of the country is, is figuring that stuff out. But, hey, Dan Mullen, you may have outgained Kentucky, but – why why was why was Kentucky able to get through on the field goal? Hmm. Block field goals aren't common things. Hmm. Uh, it seemed like you weren't prepared for that. And wouldn't that be a coaching thing, not being oh, prepared man. for that? Uh, special teams is part of the game, uh, old Pretty Danny basic. boy. So yeah. so I, I think Stoops is I think it's been two straight games where he's won the X and O battle. And I, a lot of folks don't think too highly of Coach O. That's fine, but that was a domination. That wasn't just, yeah, Stoops won the coaching battle. He completely humiliated Ed Orgeron, who has won a national championship. Man, suck it, Coach O. Take that. I hope he got a call from Steve Spurrier after the game. Um, just, you know, he could use some advice on how to handle getting a death punch delivered by the Kentucky Wildcats. And I, I still – oh, go ahead, Justin. I was just going to say that is one thing I noticed watching the game is just how, as Nick would say, the saunter of – Coach Stoops. I mean, he was so relaxed. He was walking with confidence on the sideline. That's cool to see from a program like Kentucky that 
as you all know, has historically struggled, but now it seems they're finding your footing. You're getting confidence from your head coach. That goes a long way with the team, in my opinion. Nah, it's just great. It's all all around fun. I also, I, I would, as I said, recommend everybody being nice to everybody, but LSU fans whining about the atmosphere at Kroger Field. It's pretty rich coming from LSU fans, notoriously known to be some of the most hostile in the SEC when it comes to, to home fields. But that being said, uh, and I've got a buddy who was like, yeah, there was an LSU fan who was kind of getting it pretty pretty bad where I was near. But it was mostly like playful, just, hey, your team stinks, not necessarily so personal. But then she got all upset, and it turned into a big to-do. So uh, maybe some validity to it, but, but you know, be nice to folks. But also, LSU, take out that suck it of yours Man. and suck it. Suck let's, it. Let's get to this text line, 502 502- 414-1450, the Thornton's text line. Want to remind you to become a Refresher Rewards member. You're going to save money on gas each and every time you go to Thornton's. It's very easy. There's an app. You scan it. Uh, it's it's a piece of cake. Why wouldn't you want to save a few extra bucks on gas? It goes a long way. You're filling up constantly. Every little bit helps. So download the app. Save yourself some money and go to Thornton's. And we're going to go to the Thornton's sex mm-hmm. Where they say, what about these socks, baby? Wow, big so upset. That, that's the trade-off, is that like I'm not allowed to go to these games, these epic games that I'm missing out on, but all my teams are doing well. Uh, all of them are doing pretty well. Really bad loss for USA Soccer last night, which was beyond frustrating. But I'll take it for the Red Sox game. What a wild ending. Justin, did you watch any of that? I didn't, but I did read up on the end of it. It seems like the uh, Rays got hosed a little bit, but they, they did. It was just, it was kind of bad luck and as like a technicality more than anything. And I do like that the Red Sox did hit a two run homer. So that way, even if the Rays get right. a run, yeah. that uh, Boston, but, but it would have been different. I understand it would have been different circumstances, more pressure, feeling the need to get a run versus a tie game. But, uh, that was awesome. What a game. I was really tired. I wanted to go to bed very badly. It kept going. But at the end, the Red Sox won. And now a win away from closing out, I think, the best team in the American League. That would be awesome. I would Honest, love it. If they honestly, could get TJ, did you think the Red Sox would win this series? No, no. I, I was okay. pretty clear about that on the show. I said I thought they'd win a couple. You know, I thought it could go to five. Uh, or, you know, they wouldn't get swept, which there's only one other option between that. But uh, I did think that the Red Sox would at least win a game or make it a competitive series. I did not think that they would win, but they still haven't won. And they pitched pitched the pitcher they were going to pitch today in extra innings yesterday. It was just get this win and we'll worry about the next game. I have no idea who they're pitching. I don't know. I I need to actually probably look it up. It'd have to be Chris Sale, right? Right. Yeah, but he got rocked. I mean, he, he just got absolutely. That was that. Ooh, that was weird scene from Chris Sale. You're not uh, definitely wasn't used to that. He had that four pitch walk where all the pitches were the exact same spot, about just like three inches outside the zone, like really close. But he was consistent. But he was consistently missing, and he got absolutely dominated. Uh, but how about those socks, baby? A texter says you can physically see Coach O making his peace with it. Kind of funny, but also sad in a way. But let's bury them. Go Cats. And that's something that you're going to – unfortunately, I keep seeing more Kentucky fans worry about Stoops. I know that's just kind of natural. Stoops oh, leaving. Stoops going somewhere else. But allow Coach O to be – if you are worried about it, allow Coach O to be a reminder. Dude won a national championship with debatably one of the best teams in the history of college football, and he could be out the door two years later. Man. So let, let's keep that in mind that – 
it, it's not grass, not always greener. Some teams may be able to pay more than Kentucky. We need to make him allow me to go into the Barnhart stuff now, if you all don't mind. No, but please. He, he's a top 15 paid head coach right now. That easily needs to be up to 10. I don't, I don't know how you make it work. And also, I'll say this before I really get into it. I'm seeing more and more like basketball. Maybe it's with basketball starting back up. But it's generally always the football fans who start this stuff, like the football fans first that have to make this a basketball football thing. Kentucky can afford to pay Calipari what they pay him, and they can also afford to make Mark Stoops a top 10 head coach. Both those things can happen. It doesn't yep. need to be like, well, if we only didn't pay Cal so much money – Forget about him. Forget about basketball with this discussion. Need not apply. The basketball program is one of the best, if not the best, it probably is the best program in the country. We want that. We don't want that to change. That has nothing to do with Mark Stoops or the football program. I see I, I message boards and Twitter, and I'm probably just a nerd for getting into all that stuff, but quit. They, they do not... They do one plus one does not equal two in that situation. They're completely separate issues. That being said, Barnhart announced the indoor facility immediately. Like every day you waste is dumb. And I, I, behind the scenes, you better be working for a contract extension. I know that they already have, they do it every year. I don't care. Keep doing it. Keep doing it every year. Show your commitment to Stoops as you have done to, to be fair, to be fair, as you to have done since day one, he has shown commitment to Mark Stoops. I will credit Mitch Barnhart for that. He he is a very loyal guy. Sometimes it can backfire. Sometimes it can it can kind of pay off. He trusted Soups even when things weren't always going so great. Keep that relationship going. Keep extending him. Give him a raise. He has got to be a top ten paid coach in college football. You, you got it. You got to keep him. He's the second longest coach in the SEC behind Nick Saban, who's the greatest coach to to ever coach. And Kentucky has turned into a. A, a force in the SEC and yeah. other people listening are going to snicker about that. But when you compete for your division title, two out of four years, that's, that's being a force that's being in the conversation that's being competitive. And that's, that's where we want to be as Kentucky football fans. And we've waited far too long for this. I think a lot of Kentucky fans take this mindset that like, Oh, shucks. I, we got to enjoy this because it's not going to last. No, it should last. We, it, it, it's embarrassing it's taken this long to get here. But thank goodness you've had Mark Stoops that nothing like this happens overnight. It's been a slow climb, and he was the right guy to do it. Continue to show your commitment to him. Announce the indoor facility as soon as possible, just for the hoorah of it all. I don't even care if you oh, don't even have man. any plans lined up. Uh, I, you can you can behind the scenes get it all figured out down the road. The finances of it, who cares? We'll figure that out. Announce it. Make it happen. Give Stoops whatever he wants. Because this thing, Roush, as he has shown, I don't know where the ceiling is. Uh, the ceiling is the roof. The ceiling is the roof. That's true. Michael Jordan said it. It must be. Um, I'm with there's, you, TJ. There's no, there's no reason that it can't be Georgia, Kentucky, Florida kind of rotating. It, again, we're not there yet. I'm not pretending that we are. But we're... We're a game. You win against Georgia Saturday. What does that mean? And by the way, if that were to happen, and Kentucky's not ranked number one in the next polls, oh. I'm gonna lose. I'm gonna lose my mind. Yep. I'll lose my mind. They won't be. It, they'd probably be like three, which would be a complete and total joke. And the whole poll stuff is such a joke. But Mitch Barnhart, you you have done the right stuff with Mark Stoops every step of the way. We give you a lot of crap. You need to serve beer at Kroger Field. I, that just needs to happen. It's not right that you let some folks do it and some folks don't. But that's neither here nor there. You've done a good job with Mark Stoops. Keep doing that.
keep it's not it's not like a mission complete sort of deal it's an ongoing process an ongoing relationship he's going to get calls after this year roush i don't think he's going to leave i'm not worried about him leaving but mark mark stoops needs to keep being supported in every which way by mitch barnhart and and i'm sure that's going to happen i'm not too concerned Mm -hmm. about it not too concerned about it at all uh one texter on the thorns text line says ed orgeron is 14 and 2 in games following a loss at lsu go cats yeah, he was 14. I, I, somebody told me that sat on Friday, TJ, and that was just enough to, like, paranoia me. And I needed that. It's a good, good, healthy paranoia before a game is good for the soul. Really cranks the tension up an extra notch in that first quarter. Make that 14-3, am I right? Well, I think he is now. He was 14-1, and one, I believe. Oh, okay. Or, or is it? I, I don't know which one. I thought, it was, I thought it was sent before the game. Uh, either... The, He's either got – we get it, though. We get the – Just add, a, add one more to it, whatever the total is. Add one more to it and then take out that second. McLean with the mother bleeping wheel route, by God. <laughs> oh, man, it was beautiful. Again, it's a run-heavy team, rightfully so. I just love that you, you've got some weapons, you've got some options. Uh, Wandell, he could have – could have potentially had better numbers, but it wasn't like a complete stinker for a game that we're not really talking about him all that much. He still had a nice game round. Yeah, eight catches, 60 yards. Uh, and on the McLean note, one thing I did not like were the touches to Donut. Love Donuts. Love my man Donut. Not right now, buddy. Let's uh, Probably a keep him happy sort of deal. Yeah, oh, definitely it was a keep him happy sort of deal. But um, I think McLean... Going into the game, it was McLean or Drennan in that kind of role for the offense. I think McLean proved why it's going to be him. And that, and, and that's all right. And, 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 I, and I wish you, you could kind of like reach Donut, not you personally, but like the coaching staff, obviously. Don't don't go don't go reaching out to him, anybody. Mm-hmm. Just, like, you know, leave him alone. But right. I, I wish they could kind of reach out to him and say, it ain't going to be this year, and that's okay. Are you not like kind of paying attention how this works? Look, look at Chris Rodriguez. He's not he's not mm-hmm. a youngster. He put in the time, and he's get, he's getting the payoff for it. It's not going to be this year, but he's going to be gone the year after that. We're going to need more touches from a multitude of people, and you can continue to to kind of rise up the ranks. It's he, he doesn't the stuff on the Twitter. You know, I'm not going to pretend to know exactly what he's feeling or going through. But if he is in fact kind of needing touches or uh, thinking about leaving and needing to be kept happy, you, you'd want him to be a little bit more patient because uh, you you see it at every position for now years and years and years. You be patient, and you're going to get the payoff to the payoff to getting drafted higher than probably anybody ever in a million years thought. We've seen that now uh, several times with Kentucky. So. You don't want him to be more patient, but I agree with you. A texter says, Mitch Barnhart better be tearing up the track in the indoor facility Monday morning at the latest. And that's, <laughs> and that's, that's the thing, Roush. It's not like you even have to build a brand new facility. If they decide to go that route, then by all means, yeah, shiny, new, all that stuff's I fine think, by me. I think but, Stoops would actually even prefer that they use the location of the one now because it's quick. You know, like if it starts raining, they can quickly transition from – outside to inside so i think he likes the locale it just yeah take the track out <laughs> yeah i was wondering if if he actually did have a preference on new or just renovate the but that's the thing it's at a minimum 
I know that's I I know it's not cheap in the grand scheme of things, but it's also not that expensive as a football program to be able to convert that to just a full indoor football facility. It it would be I I understand it, it wouldn't be the the cheapest thing in the world, but Kentucky could afford it. It wouldn't be building a brand new facility, which would certainly be more expensive. But uh, yeah, at a minimum, do that. Do something. It's kind of mind blowing that they don't have an indoor facility. They do. They do. Okay. It's just the end zones. It's really not a big area, but the end zones are cut cut off by this indoor track, Justin. Yeah, That's we right. should, okay. We probably yeah. should state that. A lot of folks maybe don't know that Kentucky has an indoor facility. They use it very frequently, like Roush mentioned. It's just it's not a full hundred and twenty yard field. Right. Exactly. So part of the just, part of the end zones are cut off, which means like you can't kind of run routes in that area, or else you're going to get hurt. Right. He just wants more space. And uh, newer surface too. I'm sure that that one's it's not a lot to ask on the old side. Yeah, it's no, really not. So it, it, that's kind of like it's almost crazy to kind of talk about. Uh, one texter says, "I'm 43 years old and said something before the game that I never thought I would ever say in my life. I was asked how nervous I was about the game. My response was not at all. It's just LSU. Go Cats uh, and congrats to TJ and Lucy is one to know as a cat. Yep and." and uh, she was just basically like 36 hours or something after the Florida game. So I may give that one to her, too. It basically had a, a leg and, out the door. And like you said, she's winning all your other games, too. You know, yeah. I mean, Mason Crossbar can miss three kicks and still get a win with Lucy on the watch. We Did you put her first- in the Cardinal in my diaper onesie? No, we haven't put her in that one yet. We're, we have learned, Roush, that zippers much better than than buttons and whatnot. But oh, buttons suck. Yeah, yeah. But but that one, uh, we're we're going to. I, I didn't. U of L had a big game. I had a lot of money on the card, so I didn't uh, want to have yeah. bad U of L uh, vibes on Makes Saturday. Sense. Although, of course, they went and and blew it. Of course, they did. Seven up, seventeen fourth quarter. Yep. That's what you get for betting the cards. They're not the covering cats who are 22 point underdogs. And I've loved seeing that line where they were just like, can you believe it? And I'm like, dude, thank you. Like I was going to, I'm I'm going to bet Kentucky against the spread. No matter what, you're just going to give me more points. Like I'll happily take them. I thought it was going to be somewhere around 17 and a half, 18 and a half. I did not think it'd be that big. I saw an early line somewhere that was 19 and a half. Now, I guess that was, uh, either changed or that one's just higher than the other places. But uh, that was like on Friday, just somebody looking ahead to the the following mm-hmm. Saturday. But it's a it's a big spread. Kentucky should cover it. Uh, I would hope that they would. I I really just just have a chance in the fourth quarter. I mean and, that and number alone, they've covered the last two years. So, I mean, just yeah, <laughs> it's going to happen, folks. Maybe a little money line sprinkling as well. You know why not? It's dreaming big, baby. That's what it's all about. Texter says, yes, you read that right. I said it and couldn't believe it came out of my mouth when I said it. Well, it was true. We we were all pretty confident heading into this game, almost to the point that it worried us that we felt oh, so good about it. Because in the yeah, past, right, that has right. not worked out well for us. Yeah, this was going to be uh, – I was really glad that we didn't get a uh, – I guess we did. Did I did I pick LSU just to fade uh, myself? You, you did, and you did yeah. that just for the you, you you were a team player. Yeah. yeah. Very proud of you. You thought Kentucky was gonna cruise. Right, right, right. Yeah. But easy, you know, we can't game. have us it we can't just, have us all, you know. Exactly. It's just it, LSU. Right, just LSU. Uh, another texter, uh 
on the Thornton's text line says, great win on Saturday. Can't wait to hear what you guys have to say on Monday. Well, well you're, you're hearing, hearing it, buddy. Ooh, yes, you are. You're hearing it. <laughs> and by the way, if you're new to KRC or if you're just riding high from this UK football momentum and you can't get enough UK talk, you've come to the right place and we appreciate you listening. The Thornton's text line is for you all. You text in, we read it on air. Every text, every day. And some days it's uh, a real pain to get through them all, but we're happy about that. It's always a good thing on the Thornton's text line. And it's always our fault because we don't start them early enough. Uh, and allow me to continue. A texter says, Rodriguez is better than Benny Snell. I agree with that. I would take Benny, or I would take Rodriguez on the Steelers over Benny Snell right now, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Benny, the, and it's not to take anything away from Benny. Uh, Rodriguez right now on pace to, He's right around that 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 magic number, that sixteen hundred yard on pace average. He's at seven sixty eight, so technically over fifteen. He, he but he's right near that that record setting uh, single season record mark. So I don't know. Those, those runs late were big, uh, and it was so funny too. Just like okay, they scored. I guess we're gonna have to keep giving it to Chris, and he just runs it like. I don't know, 50, 60 yards right down their throat for a touchdown. Too easy. Too easy. Well, that was a great time. Great time had by all at Kroger Field on Saturday night. A texter on the Thornton Sex Line, 502-414-1450, says, what a sports weekend, fellas. One, Red Sox win in Tampa on Friday. Two, UK curb stomps LSU. Three, Titans get a W. Four, Red Sox win on a walk-off bomb in the 13th inning to take a 2-1 lead in the ALDS. Mook. Yeah, I'm, I'm piggybacking with all those just replaced the Packers' dramatic win against the Bengals. That was – whew, uh, what a crazy finish. I know we already talked about it in yeah. hour one, but can't get enough of it. Sports, they're fun, folks. If you're I Mook, wish- I would not be celebrating a Tennessee win. You beat the Jags. Good job, buddy. Yeah. Well, that's a, hey, it's still a win. It's still it a win. win. Hey, I'll take it. We, Steelers beat the Broncos. I will i don't care who it is. Suck it, Teddy Two Gloves. AFC Broncos South. are legit. Trash. Trash. Man, the Bills are very good. Very disappointed, too, that that game got delayed. I was really enjoying it in the first half. Yeah, I think I was, like, in between sleep sessions and, like, in my slumber looked and saw that it was delayed and just uh, – For weather? I had no yeah. idea. Like, yeah. what? yeah. I, I mean, there was I a weather delay. And then, like uh, lightning, I'm, I would imagine? Yep. Yep. Okay. You don't see that too often in the NFL. Well, you had it at uh, Monday Night Football for an indoor facility. You never see it for that. That's true, yeah. That was silly. Uh, texter 502414-1450 says, Fellers, my old man and I were at the game and had an awesome time and cried was way more – or crowd, I guess is what they mean to say. The crowd was way more electric than the Missouri game. And after C-Rod broke one of his many long runs that game, he leaned to me and said that he reminded him of Walter Payton. What are your all's thoughts and kind of what kind of ceiling do you think he can have in the NFL? Thanks as always. That's from Levi, I believe. Maybe Levy. Uh, one or the other. Probably Levy, because um, when the Levy breaks, uh, it's a great song about Led Zeppelin. The good news for Chris Rodriguez is I don't. I, I think that he could have a similar career path as Benny Snell in the NFL. And the good news is I'm almost always wrong about predicting who's going to be good in the pros and not good in the pros, Mm -hmm. Uh, almost exclusively wrong. So that's good news for him. I just, NFL, it just seems like you got to have, you got to have a lot of speed 
not everybody. Derrick Henry's such a freak, but let's not act like Derrick Henry's also not super Slow. fast too. He, right. yeah, he's just he's that fast. dude's a machine. But I mean, I think Rodriguez has some juice, but it is tough with running backs, and it also comes down to situation and stuff like that. So, um, but I mean, he definitely he's putting stuff out there on tape this year to prove that he's a draft pick. You know, like yeah, catching it, touchdowns goes mm-hmm. a long way. And he's got to be able to do that in the NFL if he wants to be a consistent every down back, if he can get to that point, which is really hard to do. You got to remember, there's like one starting running back on each NFL team. So you're only talking about 32 starting spots. I, I do think he's better than Benny Snell. I, I think just he is very similar to how punishing as a runner that Benny Snell could be, except he can just get by guys better than Benny Snell could. Benny Snell would drag people and then eventually get dragged down. We were just impressed how far he could go. Rodriguez can do that too. He's like a little bowling ball. But he can also sidestep people uh, and, and get around folks. I, I worry if he's not I, – I, I don't know if it's quick enough to, to consistently do it in the NFL. But like I said, I'm always wrong about that <sighs> stuff. So I'll be rooting for him. He's, he's – uh, that's just – we've been spoiled with good players. But he's just been – he's in that long list of players that you're going you're gonna to miss when they're gone because they're so fun to watch. I have two players who I know are going to be in the NFL, though, for like a good while. And that's Josh Pascal and Tyrell Asian. Man, uh, Pascal, we talk about turning a corner. Who he definitely has. He is a monster. Man, he had he had one lick on a dude. Yeah, he's blowing people up. <laughs> he's just the. It was a, a twist, and he just d- demolishes his guy. I mean, it's just putting guys on their backs. And on that square fumble, he's the one who's clearing space for square to just run free just essentially taking out an entire side of an offensive line uh he's playing like a bad man right now tyrell asian is quietly playing awesome especially in coverage he, he's not doing the exact mike edwards thing but it's very similar and the, i just I, I can see these guys having those kind of quality careers where they've got a role carved out for him for a long time so um they're playing incredibly well right now. Uh, Square is playing well. Square is another guy. Yeah, Him really and uh, Corker, I believe, were a little dinged up as well. So, you know, it's it's week seven. Everybody's got a little something-something. You just hope that Kentucky uh, – that it's all minor enough to where they're able to uh, play through it and, and be in good shape to go against Georgia. And we're going to do uh, a check, make sure you still have those fingers crossed for for this uh, announcement that will be coming with Oxendine. You're going to need him to stay healthy, a defense that has been so good so many weeks against uh, tough opponents. You're going to it's, – it's hard to ask them that they need their best effort this Saturday, but they do. Kentucky's offense could have a pretty good game and still – you may need to hold Georgia under 20. Like, you know, realistically, maybe Kentucky get get to 17. Could that be enough to win? I I can't – maybe I'm wrong. Maybe the offense is better. It does better. But so far, Georgia's really not allowing anybody to score. So you got to ask the defense to step up one more week. Then you get a bye. You can rest up after that. But uh, they they need maybe their best yet this Saturday against Georgia to make sure this offense has a chance. And once – I don't have the exact numbers because I don't know what the – what play he went down, but LSU hadn't been able to run the ball all year. They were, they were able to, whenever Ox went out, they ran right at him. They had a couple long runs. Uh, that number three had a, had a pretty decent day for them. So, um, yeah, <laughs> can't let that happen against Georgia. Cause you give, uh, Zamir white and those guys, give me an inch. They take them all. Yeah. 
They do. They're a good football team. Let's go to a break. We'll come back. More text on the Thornton's text line. When we return here, this uh, here this is Kentucky Roll Call on Big X Sports Radio. Oh, listen to this. It's a party. 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 Welcome back to Kentucky Roll Call. And what exactly are your demands? We need more lemon pledge. With Walker and Roush. We're not responsible for that. You should just bring it from your own home. No. Got out of town. Welcome back, Kentucky Roll Call here on Big X Sports Radio. Start your Monday off right when it comes to lunch. You obviously have your morning coffee at Thornton's. You're going to roll that into a lunch at Salsaritas. It's delicious. You can get burritos. You can get quesadillas, and you can get tacos. Plenty of other options as well. Wildly addictive chips. We're talking the best that you will ever have. Uh, They're spicy salsa, very hot and delicious. Two locations in Louisville, Middletown and St. Matthews. Middletown has a drive-thru. Don't worry about getting out of your car, or you don't have to worry about getting out of your car at either location if you order with the app, or maybe you do have to get out of your car to pop in and grab it, but they can also bring it to you if you request that. But download the app. It's going to save you money. It's going to save you time. Salsaritas app, wherever you get your Man, apps. Got the I, app store. I had the Thornton's and Salsaritas double on Friday. It was great. We went with tacos, too. Changed it up. And your teams went 2-0. and Coincidence? I think not. I think not. Let's get back to this text line. We need to keep on trucking through them. 502-414-1450. Texter says, I honestly considered turning it off Turning it off after... Well, that was Justin. That was mine that I sent back to him. Oh, my bad. No worries, buddy. <laughs> I, like, I didn't I like, see that that was you. I like the enthusiasm. I responded back to the Red Sox fan. Uh, yeah, the, ah, the game they you. won in Tampa, They when Chris Sale got dominated, I was like, well, we got no chance now. That was that was our only hope is keeping their offense kind of at bay. But sure enough, the bats are alive for the Red Sox, which is at a bay in Tampa. <laughs> uh, get it? Crazy. It's crazy, Evaldi going to shove it tonight. Uh, I don't know what that means. Uh, another texture just says, wow, Red wow, wow, wow. Texture says, before the UK-LSU game, I was getting as skeptical as Roush, but as the catwalk, I sense they vibe amongst the players like we got this. I don't ever remember seeing them so relaxed and confident. After watching them warm up, I became convinced we would not only win, but win big. Other fans around caught the vibe also. The atmosphere exceeded the Florida game, which I never thought possible. Best moment I had in that stadium. Wow. Wow. Glad you enjoyed it. I disagree that it was better, but it was awesome. Uh, you know, Florida game was the entire game. LSU, it was like a real – Oh, they, they even did the national anthem thing where Everett McCorvey gets everybody singing, oh, yeah. and it worked. It worked. That, of course it worked. It, it always it, works. Oh, no, no, no. Not at Kroger. It's never worked at Kroger Field. It always works at Rupp, but Kroger, there's so many people there, and it no, doesn't – it's worked at the Kroger. No, the last time they tried it, it was he didn't he didn't get people going enough. Like he kind of backed away too soon, and it got a little. It just it wasn't as great. They freaking crushed it Saturday night, though. 
I think you just can't hear that high up in the press box. I'm amongst the folks. I'm amongst the people, Roush. It was good. It's always been good. No. That's one of the coolest no. in-stadium moments is when you get the crowd singing the national anthem. It, yeah. it's, it's real nice. Uh, everybody uh, every, everybody enjoys it. I had one buddy say the first quarter was as as like fun as a mo- like just a quarter, as fun as a stretch of football in atmosphere at the Crow. Just absolute craziness. Right, right. It just uh, this time you didn't need the there, there weren't as many third and like really difficult situations because you didn't like they got out of them. <laughs> you know, it wasn't like you needed the crowd to get a bunch of false starts and stuff like you did against Florida because Kentucky was handling LSU. It was nice, real nice car. Mm-hmm. Not a whole lot of stress in the air Saturday night. Yeah, Florida being completely unprepared for. Hold on, folks. Crowd noise, uh, not a coaching issue. Not that, not respond, not outcoached. Uh, Texer on the Thorns text line says, Wasn't section 22 with several LSU fans? We were gracious to them and they to us, but any SEC fans whining about losing this had better deal with it or become soccer fans. We ain't going nowhere. Uh, a stray bullet at soccer fans there. Uh, they, they did, they don't, soccer fans don't deserve that. Uh, gosh, that USA game. Give it and take it the way. We win the other night. We're at the top of the table, Justin. And then we come back and lay a complete stinker. Not Should even threatening. Should have got the really. table what, tailgate. And I'd be on top of that. Didn't they play Panama? Yes. And they can't beat Panama? What's the deal? Why, why is USA soccer consistently so freaking bad? I don't understand it. So it, good and then so bad. So inconsistent. Like, how can the women be so good, but the men are so awful? Every but, year, well, they're not awful. They just they're are awful. Super, they're, they're, they weren't awful when they beat Jamaica two nothing, uh, and they 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 had like they were really young. And I just feel like we say that about USA soccer every every year is yeah, really young. And those at people what point never do really you get old. Yeah, and good. Like you 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 know they just kind of stay the same for the most part. But yeah, I'm not panicking. We're we're gonna be fine. We're still in a solid spot. But that uh, that was bad. You got well, you got to take care of business against Panama. At least get a draw. And by the way, beating Jamaica two nothing, you should beat Jamaica. Yeah, you you should, and they did. They took care of business. It's ridiculous. But they they just like the offense just goes missing far too often for as much talent as this team seems to have. Uh, I don't I don't get it. But anyways, let's continue. Texter says five zero two four one four fourteen fifty on the Thornton's text line. Rodriguez carried the Rock twenty for 108, averaging 5.4 carry versus Georgia last year. The halftime score against Georgia the past two years, 0-0-7-3. We can beat them, and TJ, you need to get a glass-half-full attitude. Hey, I'm pumped up for it. I'm I'm ready for it. I, I agree. I think Kentucky's going to be able to have some success on the ground, and it has been close. The 0-0 game was in a monsoon. Has anybody checked the weather for Saturday? Looking great so far. Ah, we need. Yeah. Let's get a monsoon again. I'm, I'm fine with great. I'm fine with it. Beat them in good weather, bad weather, whatever it may be. I do get the sense to like I know this Georgia football team is very good. A lot of this game is going to come down to Kentucky because if you play a a clean game and you execute, they know the like they know what they have to do to win. And kind of like that Florida game where you had a you had a couple close calls, but you weren't able to pull it off. I think they, they're getting a similar sense about this this Georgia game. So at least over there, uh, they know what what it's going to take to win, and it's just a matter of playing that 
cleanly executed game and playing soundly because this is a great football team. And if you can at least draw them to even, then it comes down to, to making a few plays. And, hell, they did it against Florida. Who knows? They can do it against Georgia as well. And, and Stoops is generally always good for one nice surprise each season. Usually that's the case. I, I don't feel like that was the Florida game. Like the Florida game felt like Kentucky should win that game. With how well the defense played, Kentucky deserved to win that football game against Florida. I, I don't – that didn't feel like this surprise this season. Not saying it's going to be Georgia, but they were they were bigger underdogs when Lamar decided to, yep. to, to, to cough it up, which was always uh, a fun memory. A texter says on the Thornton's text line, Mitch Barnhart has two very important jobs. Figure out where they build the Mark Soup statue and figure out where they will build the Mark Soup's indoor <laughs> practice facility. <sighs> Agreed. Seriously, yeah. Only, I think, five away from matching Bears' all-time wins record. Could happen this year. Could happen this year. (laughs) Going to happen this year. Yeah. Write it down, folks. Write it down. I just Uh, Do you think you're going to stay closer to the French Quarter or closer to the stadium for the Sugar Bowl? uh, Probably French Quarter, yeah. Okay. Yeah, the stadium, you know, you can always just get a ride over there. There's no it's a short walk. Over there. Yeah, yeah, it's a short walk. Yeah. Uh, Texter says, went to the Green Bay Cincy game. Absolutely nuts. Never seen anything as such as the fourth quarter in overtime. That was wild. It was funny watching it, too, with a bunch of Bengals fans. Man. And a bunch of Packers fans. It was a good, it was a good split group. Fun was had by all. That oh, kicker that celebrated his miss. My oh, my God. gosh. That was so embarrassing. <laughs> It's that that really felt just like classic Cincinnati. Jeez. Oh well. Loser. Texture says maybe it was the thirty rack we drank before the game, or the bottle of Old Forester we brought in. Way smarter to have fans do that than drink beer. Barnhart, by the way. But it seemed like we got jobbed on several calls, like the Cummings touchdown. Oh well, six six and zero oh boys. Absolutely, that was terrible. Yeah, yeah, very bad, very bad call. But I am enjoying uh-huh. that, like. One one bad call, Roush isn't sinking Kentucky football anymore because we've seen that happen too too often. Oh yeah, oh, that yeah. that was meaningless. Kentucky was fine. Just like oh, so we've got to do another play to score. Okay, we'll do that. Hey, suck it, officials. But guess what? College football officials still night and day better than college basketball officials. And yeah. I don't think I'm in a good state of mind heading into this basketball season, Roush. I think it's going to hit me hard. Yeah. By the way, Duke had a uh, one of their players is out. What's his yeah, name? AJ Harris, four yeah. or six weeks. So uh, that's a big loss for them. Really enjoyed, the, like UK. We give UK hell for doing things wrong. Very good on them to just release the ten minutes of five on five on social media because that's all we care about. So thank you. That's what I watched from the pro day. It was uh, fun to just be like, oh, this is a nice little reminder of what's to come. Um, but you know, it's early, long, long way to go. Uh, but I, I like, I like the pieces, TJ. I really like the pieces and I've, I've, I'm going to have hot Lance where it takes before the season starts. So just put a pin in that hot Lance where it takes coming in. I it's AJ Griffin, by the way, for Duke. A, yeah, it is AJ Griffin. And I, I look forward to those hot, uh, 
hot lance wear takes. I will remind you of those hot yep. lance wear takes, and we'll get to that closer to the season. They do such a bad job with that broadcast. Just for the, just show them. Don't ever show anything besides what they're doing on the floor. Seriously, <laughs> don't need to see anything else. If you want to show like a highlight or a clip or something like that, that's fine. Make them quick though, or that's when you do the split screen. Not to show people talking. Nobody cares. There was a time I forget who it was who said it but was talking, was commenting on something exciting happening on the floor and we weren't getting to see it. Yeah, it's just like, stupid. what's even the point of this? It's, you know, it's, it's, it's a hard sell to begin with just to kind of watch drills for the most part. That's a hard sell for the average sports fans. Kentucky fans, kind of a different breed for the most part, but it's not the most entertaining thing in the world to begin with. You may as well show it. You may as well show what they're actually doing because I promise you what nobody wants to see is people talking or a million different little goofy side-by-sides and whatnot. Especially when NFL Sunday's happening. And True, yeah. Like that but, Browns-Chargers game was happening at the same time, that game was nutty. I was like, Why, why wouldn't you put that bad boy at six tonight? You know? Like, don't. why yeah. are you putting it up against an NFL Sunday? But I, first off, Damian Collins tweeted out or in, on Instagram, I don't know where I saw it, but – uh, like his high jump or whatever, where you touch the things, unbelievable! What 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 yeah. an athlete! He's almost like past the top. Well, he certainly is like I think past the top of the backboard. But imagine having to shoot a layup on that, Roush. True. How hilarious would that be? There's no way I'd even get it out of my hand. Probably it'd be stuffed. Right he's gonna back. have some fun coming from behind blocks this year. Oh, Very and I'm sure he's thing. gonna have some alley oops that we just couldn't even believe and the thing is nobody's like really even talking about him in the list uh, Keon Brooks looked good knocked down some shots yesterday from what we saw I'm still excited about him uh, I love Shubway's mid-range that was impressive I he I like his just face up like he's he he looks when he gets the ball in the post he looks comfortable there like whether it's facing up back to it like he I'll, I'll tell you this we're gonna have some issues with he, he's short for uh, five, yes. we're gonna have some we're gonna have some issues with some bigger centers being able to score over top of him. I don't think he's gonna get pushed around, but there, some people are gonna be good bigs, and you may only see like three or four of them a year. But these are gonna be on good teams, so it matters. But some good bigs, I think, are gonna be able be able to score over top of them. I I wonder if Cal will sub him out, or if you bring somebody on the backside to try to help, uh, shot blocker, Keon can block some shots. Obviously, Damian Collins is an absolute freak, but uh, you're excited about Lance Ware. Lance Ware, I, I think maybe you get a little bit more length than Oscar in that regard. We'll see if he's good enough or up for the challenge, but that's one thing. Uh, just, man, he is he is short for a five. Yeah, yeah. One downside, but um, there's some good pieces in there, solid pieces in there. Oh uh, yeah, we, we got depth, plenty, plenty depth, of time to talk about that. The later. depth is insane. I'm glad we do have time because there is a lot to get to. There's, gosh, uh, old Severe Wheeler looked really good. He was Davion Mins could not guard him when they were kind of doing some. He couldn't. He could not stop him from getting wherever he wanted on the floor. And Mintz maybe isn't the best defender. I don't think he's a bad one, but he looked bad guarding Wheeler. And I think that was more of a Wheeler thing than a Mintz thing. So yeah, you're right. Let's move on. Uh, another texter sends in the screenshot. They uh, hit a five-player person parlay from the Kentucky LSU game on prize picks. Ten bucks to pay a hundred. Some can someone explain to me how this is allowed in Kentucky? But I can't just bet on the damn game. Promo code KSR and suck at state legislature. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's a joke. It's really stupid and it's not fun. Um, I think we missed one. Maybe. Do we read the Good Grocery Morning, fellas? 
We did not. Oh. So when can we expect a field name change? Kroger Field at Stoop Stadium has a nice ring to it. All joking <laughs> aside, I can't help but think we have a chance Saturday. Granted, a small chance, but a chance. Something I just keep thinking about is Georgia's offense is very good, but not elite, and they are missing a lot. If we can subdue them, get some good field position, and surgically take shots, then why not us? Give me 16-13 cats. And I, all think that, I think we all think that's the type of game it's going to need to be. Yeah. Uh, just – have yourself a chance in the fourth quarter, and I, I would not I would and, not count out this team. And to his point, I mean, their most explosive offensive weapon is a tight end, you know. So uh, they they don't exactly have those kind of – they don't have the receivers like LSU did when Kayshawn Butte, like that guy. Those, those receivers are really, really good, but they, they do run the ball well. Their defense, they have playmakers all over the place. And that's where it's going to be difficult is finding points. And you've just – at, at minimum, got to be able to sustain some drives, uh, move the ball, and play that field position game. Uh, if you can do that, you, you give yourself a chance. Uh, Texter on the Thorns text line says, 22-point underdog, huh? ESP and FBI gave us a 22% chance to win against Florida last week. 22 seconds on the clock on the last play of the Florida game. 22 oh, it's strong, taking my superstitions to the next level. Go Cats! I love it. Keep, if, if, keep it going. I'm all I, for it. I, I will say, there... I, I was a little upset to hear. I mean, it's it's not a bad update, but like they're not going to be wearing Chris's jersey on the uh, field anymore. They're going to have it on the sideline with him. But uh, he he said it was just it was too tough watching twenty two out there making plays on him, which just kind of breaks your heart a little bit. Uh, man, just really feel for that kid. But it was good to see him. You know, he's been at the last two games. Uh, and he's able, his hands, motor skills working up to where he's using his phone. He's on Twitter now. So uh, good to see him getting back. But, man, that was just, that hurt my heart when I heard that. Speaking oh. of jerseys, best Kentucky football jerseys were wore on Saturday. Oh, suck it. I, suck I won't it. be convinced otherwise. Those are the sweetest Kentucky football uniforms I, there are. I, I will say this, and – I, I think it was more of just the the color contrast with LSU that really made them pop. Oh yeah, they did. they, it did they, make them they pop. looked they look the, good. They looked the best they ever have. I'm yeah, still yeah, light gray yeah. looked better. I still think the black looked better. I just because this one looked good doesn't mean we can't do better. But I will hand up it did look good. It, on looked, it, looked, it looked really good. No, I'm sharp. still a fan of the all blues first. But if you're going to wear the anthracite. You go all anthracite and you go chrome, and it just—it's a good look, uh, man. Looks I will concede that the all-black jerseys might be a smidge better, but those ones on Saturday were sweet. They haven't worn the black, black and the blue are awesome. They haven't worn black in years. It's well, maybe seven years. It's—it's it's been six years. It's been a really long time since they've worn all black, uh, unless I'm forgetting one time. But I think it's not even in the rotation anymore. They, they just side now. Yeah, just the anthracite, anthracite season, they, they, maybe. They combined the light gray with the black, and they did anthracite because we have coal in Kentucky, so anthracite. Did you, uh, did you see the you, – you said sweet a bunch of times. Did you see the sweet video of the A&M kickers family watching him? Yes. Game winner. Man. Yes. Tug right on those heartstrings. Sports are great, folks. John here. Good morning to all. You know, on a weekend that I get let down by some of my favorite sports teams and individuals, I usually feel really upset. But, hey, not this guy because I won some cash and the Cats kick some keister. So, question time. The ESPN matchup predictor has us going 
500 with our remaining schedule. What do you guys think? We'll got to go. Talk to you later. If I never heard about the ESPN prediction thing ever again, mm-hmm. I, I could finally live a happy life. Die happy, yeah. Yeah, very happy life. <sighs> I don't like the ESPN match. It, it's so dumb. I don't know what they do to calculate it. I don't care about it. it it's meaningless to begin with. Uh, Kentucky will do better than 500 the rest of the season. Yeah, I think that's safe. But 500 safe. would be the absolute worst it could be. Yep. <laughs> that means you're losing Mississippi State and Tennessee. And oh, I, don't think, I, don't think not, I don't think they're doing both those things. I don't three. really think they're doing one. But What a, what a four, nine and three. Yeah. There's a ceiling in 2018. Man, it's great. Robert says, congrats on the baby, TJ. Hopefully you're getting enough sleep, buddy. Yeah, I never sleep all that well to begin with. Um, it's it's worse for sure. We had our first accident while changing an accident situation, Roush. Just hilarity. We were cracking up. It was disgusting. You know, we didn't have that uh, knock on wood. Never had him like poop mid uh, mid diaper change. It's all. It, it was pretty heartbreaking. We would have like literally waited just forty five more seconds. Yeah, you just needed to let that one more rip. Uh-huh. You, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Just be grateful it's a girl. You won't have to get peed on. That's, that's true. Yeah, that is. That's a good point. Uh, that's yeah. something I won't have to worry about. Uh, because it, it's it'll it surprises you. But it's I, just like whoa. Hey. I feel like a week has gone by in a blink of an eye, or like I've slept once in the last week. It's not true. I've I've I feel like I'm I'm fine. I'm not I'm not overly tired. Um, but yeah, can't believe it's already been a week. Man. You did good it. stuff. Being a parent, it's fun. We're yeah. we're having a, we're having a good time for now. It's I think this is kind of a somewhat easy phase besides the lack of sleep because all they do really is sleep and eat and poop. So yeah, I think once they get you know Duke's age, they're probably a little more of a handful. No, oh, Duke is definitely more of a handful. He, uh... <laughs> and then he's so strong, he can probably just like knock over any table, chair, <laughs> nothing safe around him. I would imagine. No, no, we did have a good time playing with rocks yesterday. Rocks. Oh. Rocks in a bucket. Great, great, great entertainment for you. Um, another texter on the Thornton text line says, we kind of just glossed over the fact that the dingus, who was as amped as anyone before the season, has completely given up all hope. That's what oh. happens when you're an Indiana fan. <laughs> uh, to, to Justin's credit, he did he did give up all hope very quickly. It was like three weeks oh, ago. Oh, yeah. No, yeah. it was the after the Iowa game. I don't know if I had hope after that. I, I think that's actually true. You, you were in, <laughs> as as excited as you were. That optimism just went out like a tear yeah. dripping down your face. It was gone. Then that's poof, what thirty four oh three will do to you. Never, never to be seen again. And then Jeez. did they play? Did IU play this weekend? No, thank God we had a bye week, so I didn't have a bad Saturday. That's the thing too, Roush. Is that like IU fans are used to their football team not exceeding expectations, but they they did buy into having hope. Like they did they. They took the bait and they just got their heart ripped out. Although they'll be fine. Uh, you if know, you don't have hope, what do you have? It's a it's a tough schedule. And hell, go ahead and beat Michigan State for us. Why not? Yeah. So speaking of tough schedule, quickly, Indiana, the three teams they've lost to so far: number two, number three, number seven. They still have to play number six, number eight, and number ten. Brutal. Well, brutal. That's what you get for scheduling Cincinnati, dorks. Hmm. Idiots. What do we got next? 502-414-1450. Roush is dead wrong about the stadium singing the anthem not ever sounding good. It's always been great and sounded awesome. Yeah. Uh, you get your, uh, that get was the, the first time there, it was ever good. First I time. like that. I like you're telling the people that are in the thick of it that it doesn't sound good. 
Uh, first time it's ever sounded good. Oh, shout out to uh, Nebraska and Scott Frost. They can suck it. Did you see how they blew that game and pushed? Yes. Gosh. Have a chance to go down take the lead. Martinez is in a pile. They don't ball, blow the play dead. M- Michigan pokes the ball out, falls on it, goes in and kicks a field goal to win the game. Idiots. Nebraska is not good, so it makes me worried that Michigan. Well, I'm not worried about it, but I'm. I don't know if Michigan's good now. I thought they were good, but you don't struggle with Nebraska. Nebraska sucks. No, they really do. But it's a road game, uh, and yeah, it's Nebraska. They're terrible. Good decision, Wandell. Getting the hell out of there. Yeah, smart man. All right, let's end this show. A lot of fun. Thanks for all the text. Uh, it's going to be a fun week, and we. We can have our opinions on what's going to happen Saturday, but we're still going to be super pumped up, and Georgia's going to get punched in the mouth, and that's going to be great. And we're going to talk about it all week. This is Kentucky Roll Call on Big X Radio. DJ Walker, Nick Roush, and Justin Kalen. We'll see you tomorrow. See ya. went down to Georgia. He was looking for a soul to steal. He was in a bind because he was way behind, and he was willing to make a deal. When he came across this young man sewing on a fiddle and playing it hot, and the devil jumped up on a hickory stump and said, boy, let me tell you what. I guess you didn't know it, but I'm a fiddle player too. And if you'd care to take a dare, I'll make a bet with you. Now you play pretty good fiddle, boy, but give the devil his